Hi, this is Andrew. This is Tracy. And today on Generally Speaking, we'll be speaking with John Arman, our EOC, which is the Environment of Care Life Safety Manager. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having us here. You're welcome. So before we get, get too far into the, uh, the podcast, explain for our listeners really what it means to be responsible for the environment of care in a hospital because it's just not, you know, we're just not talking temperature here. There can be quite a few different things that you are responsible for to make sure that the hospital is great for not only our employees, but also a great experience for our, uh, our patients as well. Yes, exactly. Um, my background is uh, emergency nurse. I was the ER director here at Opelousas General for uh, about 13 years. I've been at Opelousas General for 18. I've uh, been an RN for over 30 now. Um, and it, it really helped me by being a, a, a nurse and working at the bedside when I took this position. This position is all about, like you just said, just making sure the environment is safe for everyone. Uh, I thought I wasn't quite sure when I first started doing it, but I realize now it's everything from temp and humidity to making sure that the egress are all clear, to making sure that nothing's blocking the fire extinguishers, to making sure that all our doors are working, to making sure that there's not a ceiling tile that's missing, to making sure that the sprinklers are, are checked every year, to making sure that the boilers are checked every year, to making sure the generators are checked every month. So there's just a lot of different pieces to this to make sure this hospital is a safe place. And not only the, the physical environment, but also the, uh, the safety of, and the security of our guests because a hospital also, like, it's its own little city. It runs 24 hours a day. That is correct. Um, the, uh, both campuses have an emergency department that's uh, very busy and they, they stay pretty active 24-7. Uh, we have a secure our own security department here that uh, really kind of helping us police that. Uh, we have help from Opelousas Police Department as we need, but uh, that's our whole goal is to make sure that our patients and our guests are safe. I wanted to just bring up some of the other things that you do, um, also services that you provide to our community that people may not know about. And I wanted you to talk a little bit about the car seats and car seat safety and how people can access that resource from you. Uh, very good, yes. we um, Opelousas General is a car seat safety station. It, it's a uh, registered with the state. Um, UMC out of New Orleans is the one that kind of polices all these stations, but uh, our uh, Opelousas General and myself, uh, as being a car seat technician, I can check car seats on a regular basis. We do do them at Opelousas General. It's done by appointment. Uh, my number, and I'll be glad to give it, is the 948-5140. You call, I make an appointment, you come with your car and your car seat, I'll be glad to check it. Um, car seats are, are, are really a big thing to me. As an ER nurse, I saw too many children getting hurt because either the lack of or inappropriate or, you know, just the way it was um, put into the car. So um, I got my technician, I guess, about five years ago. It's a week-long course, and I'm thinking, why a week long? I would have never thought it would take that long to learn how to do this. But then once taking the course, I realized there's a lot of pieces to it between so many different car seats and so many different vehicles, it's, it's tough for everybody to understand that. So, you know, uh, here at Opelousas General, we're going to check your car seat. It's always free because we really care about the safety of children in vehicles. What, what's typically the, the biggest error that you see parents make when installing a car seat for the first time? There's only always 90% of the time when we, when we see a car seat, it's incorrect. Sometimes minor, sometimes major. Even myself, before I took this course, I had a car seat for my grandchildren. It was incorrect. 
what I was doing. Some of the things we see is that cars have seat belts and they have a latch system. The latch system is little bars that are in the that, that are embedded in the seat. Some car seats just latch onto that. Um, a lot of times you, you can either put it on the right side or the left side, but you're not supposed to take those latches and go put the car seat in the middle and latch it on the two edges. It has to have its own latch system. Um, you can see um, bar uh, bo putting both the latch system and the seat belt. That's what I did. I had both on. That's incorrect. Not supposed to do that. Forward facing too early. You know, car, a, a child should be rear facing up to two years of age. Now, the Louisiana law is one year, but we really believe it's the safest position to have the child rear facing. Um, yeah, their legs might get a little long and might be a little cramped, but as long as they're not, you know, fussing too much, we would really recommend that you leave them rear facing. Uh, the angle of the, the, the car seat. Every car seat, there's a lot of great labels on the car seat that we really don't read or pay attention to, but there's a certain angle the car seat has to be. Um, using products you're not supposed to use, the little mirror so we can see the child. If that, that's, a, that's a projectile if you get in a crash. Um, the position of the handle on the, on the infant seat. There's a certain place the manufacturer wants it. It may not want it still there. It may want it down. That's why it's so important to look at the instructions. Uh, the straps are too loose or they twist it. That's not going to be good. It's not going to hold the child. The, the chest clip, it should be at the armpits. Sometimes we see it up at the neck. Sometimes we see it low. It's not going to work correctly. And then wintertime is really tough. Uh, they put the child in the car seat with, with a, a jacket and a blanket. Then they put the straps on. Well, the straps shouldn't be, they're not tight enough. You, shouldn't have, you should have the child in their regular clothes, buckle them up, and then cover them up with a blanket or coat. So it's things like that that I never thought of either that we see every day. And... And also, I mean, unfortunately, if the, this isn't caught, injuries can result. What are some of the injuries, just if there's parents out there who maybe are a first-time mom or a dad, like, what are some of the injuries that, that could take place because of that? Yeah, it could be something as simple as a, because the strap's too loose, a broken collarbone. But it could be the, the, the belt's in the wrong place, an internal organ injury, which you're talking about bleeding, which you're talking about very severe um, unfortunately, we see a lot of children not in car seats. We see children in car seats strapped real good, but the car seat's not strapped to the car. Mm. I think there was something on the news a while back where the little girl wrecked, and the car seat with the child was on the road. The child did fine and survived, thank God, but the car seat wasn't attached to the car. Uh, but there's any time, all kind of different injuries, but the main thing we're trying to protect is the head and the spine. You can't fix that. You know, if it's a broken collarbone, it can be fixed. Hopefully, internal organs can be fixed. But if you had a head injury or a spinal cord injury, you can't fix those things. So that's what the car seat's all about. Um, can you talk just a little bit more? Because I think, you know, somebody's listening and you're talking about the, the little mirrors that um, they'll put so you can look in your mirror and see their face, that that becomes a projectile. Can you talk about, talk a little bit more about what are projectiles that people aren't thinking when they're driving? Yes, ma'am. Uh, one of the things that we're all guilty of is that uh, smartphone that we put in the cup holder. You know, the smartphone, if you roll your car over, it's flying all over, and it can hit you. We had a lady that ended up with a head injury that uh, her car got hit broadside on Johnson Street in Lafayette. It flipped over the car. Some canned goods of loose groceries hit her head, causing a head injury. You know, there's so many different things. that could be as simple as a book. It could be we see so much stuff in cars. Uh, it could be books, it could be a stroller, it could be an umbrella. Uh, some guys in their trucks have more tools than I have at my, at my home in their truck with their child. And all these things are rolling. If you roll a vehicle, which is easy to do, um, all these things become projectiles. But uh, 
we see a lot of projectiles. The, the worst thing we see is, you know, seatbelt safety is so important. And I've, I've always said, I've got my seatbelt on, it doesn't matter about you, but now I've learned better. If you don't have your seatbelt, you become a projectile and will hit me. We've had a lot of uh, crashes where people's heads hit because one of them is not belted. So there's so many different things that could be projectiles. To, to jump back to the, to the car seat uh, question, because the car seats are expensive. And some, I mean, what, what can be done for families who maybe have, uh, maybe have some economic issues or maybe have, have trouble affording one? Is there, are there any resources for families out there? There are a few, not enough, but there are a few. Um, one of our big sponsors in Acadiana is Sonic. Sonic does a lot of drives in the summertime, and they give a lot of car seats away. Um, it's, uh, as, as, a car, as car seat technicians, there's about 20 of us or so in Acadiana, and we work a lot together. We have car seat events, and uh, especially when Sonic is giving them away, you have to pre-register ahead of time, uh, but there's a possibility if you, if, for you to get a car seat. Uh, for some reason, if someone can't afford it, uh, feel free to contact me. I'll be glad to get them with uh, Miss Tracy Lemaire, who's our lead person here in Region 4, and she kind of knows if there's any extra seats. I don't have any in Opelousas. Um, down the road, we, you know, we're always taking, you know, we're always taking donations, but at the same time, one of the things you don't do is get a car seat from somebody else that's been used. Right. A lot of people get car seats from uh, garage sales. Well, you don't know the history of that car seat. After a car seat's been in a crash, you can't reuse them. Uh, you're not supposed to reuse them. Uh, but if you, as that's all you have, I'm going to tell you to use it. Uh, but at the same time, yeah, it is tough and some are more expensive. Uh, but I can promise you the $35 one at Walmart is just as good as the $500 one that you can buy online. Uh, it's just a matter of having the seat you know, correctly placed in the car and having the child correctly placed in the seat. And something's always better than nothing. Exactly, exactly. We see too many children that um, will, you know, that'll just loosen the car. And again, I've seen the little boy in the back seat not restrained. Mama gets in a crash. She has a seatbelt on. The little boy flies forward. They both end up with head injuries and get killed. Mm -hmm. If he would have been restrained, they probably would have both survived. Mm -hmm. So the projectile thing is just, you know, more than you would, would imagine. It's May now. School is about to be out. Um... And everybody's going to be going on vacation, looking for a pool to go and jump in. So can you just give some water safety tips um, going into the beginning of summer? Um, one of the biggest tips, and, and we've, we've seen, unfortunately, every summer we see some, some horrific accidents that, that, that really, you know, shouldn't have happened or whatever. Uh, I try to tell everybody it's like the designated driver. You should have the designated parent. If you're at a party or something, one person has to be responsible for the pool. Mm -hmm. So you're the lifeguard for the day. Uh, that is the biggest thing, you know. It's, and you know, don't get me wrong. A lot of times it's not a party, it's not a swim time, but the toddler wanders off, and before you know, they found him in the pool. So the pool should be fenced off. Um, you know, obviously we want to get swimming lessons to all children as soon as possible, so that they can swim. Um, but at the same time, especially with the big activities, a lot of people around, a lot of people distracted. One person has to be that designated person for the pool. To me, that's the number one thing. Yeah. Because not being, not no, you know, everybody's, we're all socializing, and who's watching the children? Right. Uh, even if you take shift work, everybody take 30 minutes or something. Mm -hmm. uh, just something like that would really make a difference. Yeah, yeah. And it's amazing how quickly that can happen. Uh, many years ago, a friend of mine uh, who I worked with had a pool party for his, uh, his son who had turned nine. And one of the little boys had, who, who was actually a good swimmer, 
had a problem and actually ended up drowning and going to the bottom of their pool. They luckily were able to revive them, but that's one of the better outcomes that, that you definitely hear about, and it was... Right. Obviously, when they are in the pool, you know, we were really good about putting floaties on them or things like that, but it's usually the child that's unattended or just snuck away and just ran to the pool. Yeah, you know, exactly. And before you know, you're looking and they're floating in the pool. So, yeah, uh, yeah, having a pool is a great thing, but at the same time, it it has to be managed and watched. And like I said, these big parties are usually when we see them. Every now and then you see the toddler that just got out of the house and went in the pool, but most of the time it's these parties and everybody's distracted, didn't notice. Somebody's got to be the designated person. But also with little, like with little children too, a bucket can be just as big as drowning. Exactly. A, a bathtub. A bathtub. Doesn't have to be a pool. We've seen drowning in bathtubs. You know, just accidentally, they slip and fall, they hit their head. If they're unconscious a few minutes and they're face down, they're going to drown. I would say that would be a danger with my youngest, but typically the water doesn't stay in the bathtub long enough to be there any real depth. So. Exactly. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I totally understand that. Um, for summertime too, I mean, we there's we've hit car seats and especially water safety, but kids are also out and about riding their bikes too. I imagine the import like there's helmets. The helmets are, are a huge importance. Um, we we don't see uh, bicycle accidents. We do see a little bit, but we see unfortunately in South Louisiana we see a lot of four wheel accidents. Mm-hmm. Um, and for some reason, there's not as much helmet usage on four wheelers as there is on bicycles. Um, and obviously, it's a bigger machine. It's a faster machine. It could be as simple as the friend in the back falls backwards. Gotcha. Uh, we had a little boy that had one of the smaller four-wheelers. I mean, it's T-Tiny. We've got to be one of the smallest ones. And he was in a simple ditch, but when he gave it a lot of gas, it completely oh. flips over, hits him on his head, and he has a head injury now. Mm-hmm. Um, again, yeah, so helmets are so important uh, for bicycles. But we see uh, four-wheelers are a bigger danger. Yeah, and, and I know somebody that had a really severe four-wheeler accident, and that would have made all the difference in the world. Just, you know, going fast, and it's heavy, yeah. and, you know, you just don't, you know, you think Yes, some of these big ones would get away from me, let alone a child, and, you know, yeah. it's, a, it's amazing because these things are so powerful. It, it, it really is uh, scary. A lot of other things it's important for you all to make sure that you pay attention to, especially with the child in the car, is, one, never have them in the front seat with the airbag. Uh, you should always have all unseated, unused seat belts. If you have the toddler in the back seat and there's an unused seat belt there, if he's playing with it and you get in a crash, it's going to tighten up. If he happens to have it around his neck, it's going to choke him. Uh, projectiles, I, I can't emphasize that enough. Um, we always worry about unattended children uh, around cars. It's so important that you look around. I mean, some of the new cars have the cameras and all that now and the alarms, but it's still important to do that. If you do get a car seat, it's so important to register it. You put your email there. The manufacturer will let you know if there's a recall or something wrong with it. And then um, I, we talk about the summer's coming, so these cars get hot. And I know we always hear about these stories. Uh, one of the things I tell them to do, usually when this happens or a child is left in the car, it's because of some kind of um, schedule got changed. Mm-hmm. Instead of mom bringing them, dad's bringing them, or vice versa, I suggest if you have a, a child in the back seat, that's what I do when I, every now and then I would uh, transport my grandchild. I take off one of my shoes and is in the back seat with the child. I'm not going to walk along without that shoe. I don't leave my phone. I don't leave my keys. I leave my shoe. I'm not going anywhere without that. So uh, that's one of the better ways to do it. But, yeah, I said be safe. Thank you for being with us today. We really appreciate it, and this was really informative. Yeah, this was, I think, a great help, and uh, I think this will be one of those things that we need to revisit 
on a regular basis, just things that are coming up and just keeping those things at the forefront um, of our parents' mind. But I think this is great information. and We really appreciate you coming. Good deal. And please remind everybody, like I said, it's uh, one phone call away. I'll be glad to make an appointment and check their car seat for them. Give us that phone number one more time. 337-948-5140. Awesome. Thank you for being with us today and come back and see us again. Okay. Thank you. Thank you.